what's up everyone and welcome to another episode of in these quarantines i am your neighborhood host joganuts and let's jump right in <clears throat> so for today i'm coming out to do um the month comes on end um this month of may was really fast for me and i'm looking forward to the, the lot of new movies in june actually the month of june has been my most anticipated uh, month for movies for this year so i want to do a quick um I just want to do my a breakdown of my top five most anticipated movies for the month of may i'm gonna do some honorable mentions that didn't get to my top five but <clears throat> bear with me and let me know what you guys think about this list now i'm it's gonna be mainly focused on blockbusters okay it's not gonna i'm not really gonna include any indie films and things like that because a lot of them i don't even I'm not familiar with them until a couple of weeks to their release date. But these are movies I've been looking forward to since the beginning of this year. So right off the bat with some honorable mentions, I'll start with The Blackening, which is basically a movie based on a Comedy Central sketch comedy uh, episode. Uh, it follows a group of black guys that um, are in the, they get trapped in the cabin in the woods and they discover there's a killer on the loose. But the issue is they're all black and following the regular <laughs> horror movie trope of the black guy dying first, they have to decide who's going to die first by out-blacking, or sorry, or rather out-whiting one another. So, look, if, you, if you've not seen the uh, Comedy Central sketch, you should check it out on YouTube. It's really funny. I love the sketch. And when I first saw the trailer, I actually found it really funny. But my only worry or concern is this, is can the concept last for, uh, uh, you know, a feature-length movie, uh, like the length of a feature-length movie, can it last an hour, 13 minutes? Because the Comedy Central um, skit is about seven minutes or nine minutes, and it's, it works at that length. So I'm curious to see how this is going to pan out. Then next, um, my honorable mentions is going to be <clears throat> No Hard Feelings. That's the movie with um, upcoming comedy movie, upcoming comedy with Jennifer Lawrence. You know, it's, uh, it, the trailer was actually really funny, more fun than I expected. Uh, and Jennifer Lawrence surprisingly has, I mean, from the trailer, what I've seen in the trailer so far, surprisingly has good comedic timing, and it's, I'm curious to see what she wants to do with this role. Look, she's still very young. Despite the fact that she has won an Oscar so early in her career, doesn't mean, you know, she doesn't still have potential to do a lot of other genres and experiments. I can imagine how she, she doesn't want to get pigeonholed into doing the serious Oscar-based movies. But I'm not going to lie, so the premise is simple. It follows a girl down on her luck. She meets a wealthy family. They promised to pay off um, I think our, our car a car was told to pay off the debt or needs or whatever um, if they if, if they can if you can take the introverted son on a date and of course comedy ensues and things like that and so far I'm actually enjoying her comedic timing in the trailer and I, I mean we see the movie and I really hope the movie is just as good <clears throat> as the trailer leads us to believe then next um, Pixar 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 it's kind of odd how Many years ago, at least as of three or four years ago, the word Pixar, you know, was synonymous with just exemplary filmmaking, you know. Um, you know, of course, more recent years, Pixar is still delivering top, top content, obviously, but they've dwindled compared to the earlier days of Toy Story and Monsters Inc. and, you know, uh, Wally and the rest and Incredibles. Um, I actually liked, um, I liked a lot of the more recent ones like Soul and Luca. Um, I haven't still seen lights yet because the reviews have kind of been dis um, discouraging for me, unfortunately, and, you know, among other things. But um, we have this one coming out called Elementor. I'm not going to lie to you, um, I'm not really psyched for this one. <clears throat> I mean, follow the typical story of forbidden love. It's a world, <clears throat> now the concept is cool and the world bit looks fine. It's a world where elements have feelings. Look, you know, Pixar has done it, cars have had feelings, toys have had feelings. 
feelings about feelings so it makes sense to go even more abstract so you have a city where fire creature fire beings live water beings live earth beings live but this is about love between the fire creature a fire lady and the water guy and of course you know they really check and be together because water nullifies fire and things like that but anyway um i'm not like i said the trailer was cute and adorable the animation style is unique and intriguing it's a bit more abstract than expected but uh yeah i'm i won't say i'm psyched for it but i'm curious i'm gonna watch it's a pixar film so i'm gonna definitely check it out then continuing on the um honorable mentions Asteroid city now this is just a movie that i'm gonna watch for one simple reason two words wes anderson look it's wes, it's wes anderson movie is that you like it or you don't like it there's no in between <laughs> and wes anderson's um style of direction is very unique and quirky you need to enjoy or be a fan of that style of of humor and direction like something like moonrise kingdom the grand Buddha Press hotel isle of dogs you know and among many other of his movies so it's that, that's how it is he told me it's for you and i mean as expected the cast is going to be huge you have um scarlett johansson i believe um and bill murray the regular collaborators and some new ones it's it's what you expect it's very his humor is deadpan it's he's a lot of um symmetric um, symmetry in his movies and things like that so yeah Look, I, I don't much more I can say about Astrocity about that. It's just a Wes Anderson film, and whether it's either you are a fan of Wes Anderson style or you're not. <clears throat> all right, let's start with my top five. Those are all my honorable mentions so far. So let me start with my top five. Down number five for my most anticipated movies of this month. I'm gonna start with Indiana Jones Five: uh, Dial of Destiny. <clears throat> now I know Indiana Jones is an American treasure. It's and it's one of those franchises that is cherished by the American audience and stuff like that. I didn't grow. I think I watched. I didn't watch them as a kid. I watched them as an adult. The the, the entire um, quadrology so far. And yes, I do enjoy them, especially um, Raiders of the Lost Ark and and The Last Crusade. Uh, I thought. I think uh, the, which one was the second one? Uh, the lost kingdom i can't remember uh, but, but yeah the the fourth one wasn't very good one with the new king the free just you know with crystal skulls yeah i know i'm not really a big fan of that but overall i won't say i'm the biggest fan of Indiana jones but i do enjoy watching them undoubtedly and i'm looking forward to you know, Indiana jones 5. the biggest reason is actually because director because i know steven spielberg is returning to direct it and if i could think of any other person right now that is doing so well as a director when it comes to diversity and being prolific with his work is James Mangold because he already did a good job with um, movies like you know of course Logan, 310 to Juma yeah he also did um, Identity I believe and among a lot of other movies too that are really really good and very diverse so because of him I'm definitely gonna pick um, Indy 5 but it's gonna be low because we know they debuted the movie at the Cannes Festival and uh, the ratings, the, the initial audience ratings doesn't seem to be, I mean the critical rating rather, doesn't seem to be very, um, you know, um, <laughs> welcoming. So I'm, I'm curious to see how this movie is going to do. Um, it's going to be, Boyd Holbrook's going to be in the movie, which I, I really I really like him so far. He's one of those actors that does well as a side character. Um, from Narcos, you know, to Logan and what have you. And then um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge of, of course, Fleabag fame is going to be playing Indiana Jones' goddaughter, which I'm really curious to see how that pans out. Because ah, comedic timing is beyond brilliant. But then, look, I don't know how the critic reviews were really a bit mixed, but I'm going to wait for the audience re um, reviews. And I just really hope, because this is going to be um, a recent Ford Swan song, so I hope the movie ends on a very high note. 
Alright, that was number five for me. Then we're going to number four, surprisingly. <laughs> Uh, this is now, now this is not a theater movie, okay? It's not coming out in the cinemas, but it's still a movie coming out in the month of June. So I'm going to say Extraction 2. Um, now, I'm not going to lie, I was not the biggest on Extraction 1 when it comes to the story, but the action was definitely solid, really well done. Uh, the trailer for this Extraction 2 was fantastic, man. From the teaser trailer that was a one shot to the you know main trailer that with the bats on the on the train and everything it looks really good man look i know i'm not gonna expect much action it's the same thing i do with kingsman i just want to really i mean you want to be entertained right and the action i, I mean sam graves director is a stuntsman extraordinaire he's working he works on a lot of marvel films you know they, these stunts work for them so he's obviously knows his knows his marbles now like i said i'm not the biggest fan of the, of this franchise which they seem to be building because as i'm recording this i read somewhere that extraction 3 is in the works which i'm not surprised look bruce brothers man those guys just use the mcu to just solidify their status as directors for the nearest future i mean these guys did citadel which ugh, not a show i liked but i mean amazon, they got amazon money right they, they did the gray man you know a movie I loved either, but it's, but it goes on money regardless. So, but I'm not gonna lie though, the, the fight choreography and um, extraction is really good. I'm looking forward to extraction too. All right, going back to the, going to the big three now. Uh, for number three, surprisingly, um, Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Now I know Michael Bay Transformers movies felt like they went down hard. They, they got really bad. From I still enjoy. The only thing is, I loved part one. I actually loved part one a lot. Revenge of the Fallen was pretty cool. I still enjoyed it. Um, what was Dark of the Moon? No, rather, Dark of the Moon was part two, rather. What was it part three? I don't remember anymore. But anyway, I know I, I remember still enjoying part two and three, but then when they went to part four with Kid Yeager, which is the most anime sounding name I could think of for a main character well, played by Mark Wahlberg. Oh my god, the movie went down with uh, uh, Age of Extinction, I think. And then you had Last Night, which was just an abysmal movie. Dude, that movie was bad. So, um, but then. Bumblebee comes about comes around directed by Travis Knight. Fantastic film. Haley Steinfeld was fun and massively entertaining in the movie. I really loved that movie a lot. And we're hearing now that they're kind of following that story. Although it's gonna be a different director, which keeps me a little bit of trepidation. But I do like the fact that um, I have a little bit of hope because of what they did with Bumblebee, and I hope they, they learn from that. Of course, the trailers are actually been cool, although they lean more on the basins of Transformers. But I'm still curious because I mean, and then of course the um, what's it called? The the, the the animal transformers. I don't know what their name is, man. The beast creatures look really cool, man. The, the gorilla and the rhinoceros and things like that. So I'm really looking forward to this, though. I really, really hope <laughs> it's a good movie. Movie. And so many reactions have been mostly positive so far, but I'm gonna give it some time and see what's gonna pan out. Now, number two, man. This now is a movie that I think revolutionized animation like permanently from his debut in 2018 and that's across the spider-verse i'm not gonna lie when Inky spider-verse was dropping i remember being uh, a bit indifferent i thought okay it's a spider-man animation it's probably gonna look cool the animation at the time was very jarring to me i don't know what to expect it was incomplete or something and i watched the movie and i really really loved it um now i don't love it as much as most people do i know a lot of people say that into spider-verse like their best spider-man movie hey which is fine you know but I really love the movie. Then when I played the Spider-Man game on top, just whew, everything just felt really, really awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, across Spider-Verse, I'm most psyched for it because I mean, even when you watch something like Love Death and Robots, you see the influence of the Spider-Man animation from Into Spider-Verse in episodes like The Witness or Hibaru. You even have it in the Possum Boat, The Last Wish. 
So I'm really looking forward to seeing more. They're exploring the multiverse on a grander scale. And I'm, 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 I'm really excited for Across the Spider-Verse, man. Because that animation style is just there's such powerful narrative structure to it. Where you can tell things either by reducing the frames per second. In fact, making utilizing a lot of creative styles from 2D to 3D. I just think it's really cool how the technical aspect of the animation can push narrative so, so good. Now at number one, oh man, this is a movie I've been I've been hyped for for such a long time because almost everything I've heard about the movie coming because it already debuted. They played the full movie at CinemaCon and people loved it. At least majority of people. Of course, you have people that that not like it, but majority of people seem to love this movie, and that's the Flash. Now look, Ezra Miller's antics aside, because yeah, the dude should be done in my opinion. You should get help and sort the shit out, but. Um, I actually like his character on the Flash, to be honest. I know that we don't like it because of the way he runs, he runs weird and blah blah blah. I actually, actually dig it. And then having, you know, Ben Affleck come back as Batman and then Michael fucking Keaton coming back as, again as Batman. You know, how Supergirl and things like that. I'm really psyched for this film. Uh, it looks fantastic, man. The action looks incredible. And like I said, from, from at least the reviews I've been hearing, I'm really excited to see what they deliver with this film. So anyway, those are my thoughts and those are my um, top five movies for tw- for June 2023. Plus, some honorable mentions. Let me know what you guys think about it and share your own opinions and your own views, um, con- contrasting or, you know, or familiar. It doesn't matter. Art is subjective, you know. Don't let anyone, you know, kind of shut you down because your own opinion differs from theirs. If you love a movie that is universally or critically panned, it doesn't matter as long as it brings you joy. That's all the th- thoughts I have. Um, feel free to say, share, say, share your own um, list of moves you're looking forward to in the month of June. And as always, guys, stay safe and stay tuned.